off a day. Welcome to Live Till 5. I'm your host, Sebastian Basildua. Obviously, I'm not Jared Baldwin. Covering for him right now, he's in a very important meeting. So I'm your host, Sebastian Basildua. I work up here on the radio. You might have heard my voice a couple times on here. I do the verse of the week. I do the weather. I do try to have some uh, good readings for you. But... Yes, name's Sebastian Basildua, covering for Jared Baldwin. Live till five, don't switch the channel. We've got some really interesting stuff today. Uh, Mainly talk about weather cleanup. So if you have power, (laughs) you know, you're probably listening. Um, But I know it's been a long week for many. Not a lot of power. Um, I especially know it. My wife's pregnant, so... Uh, not having power and no aircon was kind of rough, but that comes with a storm. It's not anyone's fault. Uh, these are just the trials that we go through. But yeah, glad you're here with me today. Uh, lots of great things to talk about. Um, y- if you're listening during the weekend, it'll be noon to two on Saturday or seven to nine on Sunday, seven to nine p.m. Not a.m. Um, for the repeat. Right now it's 3.06 p.m. on Friday. You are listening to the premium version of Live Till 5. It's premium because it's live. So, good job. Glad you're with me. Uh, You can also listen live online at khmg.org. All you have to do is click the listen tab. I I love telling that to people all the time. You have a radio station. Yes, yes. Just go to khmg.org. Click the listen tab. And then they can hear me say it a billion times on the verse and everything. Or you can go to khmg.org slash live till five to listen, to download or view our archives. We have lots of live till five episodes. A lot of it's Jared, so it's mostly gold. Um, Yes. I did want to mention, I, I do have the magical list of important or they might not be important but just things that have happened or special celebrations this day today is eat a hoagie day and uh, I did not know what a hoagie was until 2016 so I was just a few years younger than I am right now and I learned what a hoagie was do you know what a hoagie was yeah, honk your horn if you know what a hoagie is. I'll, I'll be I'll be listening outside. Yeah, yeah, a lot. Not many people honking because you probably don't know what a hoagie is like me. I, I didn't know what a lot of things are, but uh, a hoagie is like a bread, a piece of bread. It's like a bread bun, and you just put stuff in it. You know, that's kind of like if you go to Subway and you cut open the bread and you put. It's a sandwich, right? But I don't know. I found out when I was on a choir tour in uh, Pennsylvania. Because I do sing. I I have sung before. I won't sing for you right now. But uh, I have... uh, That is where I found out what a hoagie is. And um, yes. So uh, usually my favorite hoagie is like roast beef. You know, you put a bunch of roast beef in there. And then uh, maybe some some cheese. Salt it up. Nice and warm. Oh, yeah. That's good. It's also Hug Your Boss Day. 
Yep, uh, boss is giving me the no, so that won't be happening. <laughs> uh, what else is it? Live Creative Day, or is it Live Creative? I don't know. We're live right now on the radio. I am going to be sharing something creative I did for you guys in a bit. It's going to be very fun. I hope you'll like it. Let's see, National Cream-Filled Donut Day. Go down and grab a National Cream-Filled Donut. Or they might not be called National Cream-Filled, but go down and grab a Cream-Filled Donut. Um, yeah. And Stand Up to Cancer Day. I've not had to really experience that too much in my immediate family, but uh, that's I'm sure it's pretty pretty rough. you got to stand up to it. Um Yes, so glad you're here with me this day. September 14th. This week has just flown by. Uh, at work, at least. It was only a couple days here. Uh, Chris Chris was here a lot. Um, I came in sometimes, but he was camping out here for the storm. Uh, I know a lot of people probably just camped out for the storm. Uh, however, some of you were driving around in your car in core one and I was gonna run out there give you a ticket I don't I can't give you a ticket but you should not be out on your car in your car or on it I guess during core one so you're not supposed to be there uh, you're supposed to be at home so lock down the doors supposed to eat all your food because it's gonna go bad which I am just understanding now I say this because me and my wife, we, we went out and bought all this great food, some pizza rolls. It was like a full pack. It was like, it wasn't the little pack. It was the big pack. And uh, it was the combination kind. And we left it in the freezer and I didn't even think to open it and just eat it. And now it was completely spoiled. I had to throw it in the trash. I'm sure many of you have felt this pain of having to throw away pizza rolls. Not only that, one of my favorite food ingredients is chorizo, which is Mexican sausage. I've been looking like for the whole month, really, for, to see if the stores would have it, and they haven't had it, but I was, I was fine with it because I bought lots of it when it was available, and guess what? It's all spoiled, so I can't have any chorizo and egg. Uh, like I said, chorizo is Mexican sausage. Um, I don't really know what makes it Mexican, but that is part of that is part of who I am as Mexican. So um, maybe that's why I love it so much. Really, my grandma used to make it all the time when I was growing up. It was uh, uh, trees on egg. She'd all go one or two. I know. I always got two. You can tell that today if you were to see me. But it was like literally every single morning we'd have trees on egg in the summers. It was the best thing in the world. I could eat it all day. Every day. But if you're looking ahead to tomorrow, there is a couple other holidays. And na tomorrow is National Thank a Police Officer Day. I'm sure they've been running around a lot after this storm trying to help out, be everywhere, coordinate things. I mean, I know with the traffic being out, that's been kind of rough. Well, traffic lights being out, that was kind of rough. But 
Uh, what else is there? There is 8-track tape day. Can't really comment on that because I have really no idea what an 8-track tape is. Well, I've never heard it. I, I think I know what it is. It was a media device of some, some sort. Uh, it played audio, I think. I think it is. Um, I'm sorry if I'm too young to be on the air, but, uh, <laughs> uh, let's see here. A google.com day. Wow. I've never seen a day to celebrate a website. That's, but we do use Google a lot, don't we? We always Google things if we need to know something. I tell you for my Bible study, I don't just type into Google now because really you could get a ton of results. And uh, you want to get the right kind of information. But it did help me find a good site to, to get information about uh, Bible and studying Bible. Um, you are studying your Bible, aren't you? And uh, I suggest just look going through your Bible a little bit, looking at uh, some interesting things, and that will begin the hermeneutical spiral is what it's called. And uh, you'll begin looking for other things that would interest you that interests you from that one thing that interested you. So, um, yeah. But more on that later. Uh, right now, we're going to take a little break, a little tiny break, and we'll be right back after this next little break. A day and welcome back to Life Till Five. I'm your fill-in host, Sebastian Basaldua, filling in for Jared. Obviously, I have had some people ask me your last name, Basaldua, or sometimes they say Balsa Dua, or sometimes they say nothing because they don't know how to pronounce it. They ask me where is that from, and I get to say it's modified Mexican. Modified Mexican. When my grandparents came over from Mexico, there was a typo in the last name. It went from a Z to an S. So originally, it was Basil Dua. But now it's just regular old Basil Dua. Yeah, but if you... I mean, there's not a lot of Basil Duas around here, I don't think. Um, I've, I've seen a couple of names that have come close, uh, like on the, the signs outside. Sometimes I see them. There's some some names that start with a B, end in an A, and they're kind of long. And I'm like, oh, and it's like, oh, not 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 mine, not mine. But um, yeah, that, that's where that's the origin of that. Um, I'm half Mexican. My mom's side, I'm, I'm German and French and Swedish and Dutch and Sioux Indian. But, um, Mexican side. Actually, Mexican is actually uh, a mix of Spanish and either Aztec or Incan blood. And, uh, I really don't know which of it I have. But, 
I, I did get to do the uh, DNA ancestry kit thing once. Uh, my wife got it for me for my birthday because I was kind of curious. What, um, uh, you know, kind of some of my ancestry. Not that it makes a difference in my life much, but it was kind of cool to see. And I finally did the little test kit and sent it in. And uh, no, I didn't have to give any blood or anything. They kind of collected this little saliva tube. It was weird. But um, sent that in, got results within like a couple weeks. Shared it with some of my siblings. And um, I actually had a lot of of um, ancest- ancestry DNA in the Great Britain area. But that wasn't... Um, when I shared it with my, my siblings, uh, my brother said something funny. He's like, so we're not Mexican, <laughs> but we look very Mexican. And it, yes, it, it, we are Mexican. He was just reading it a little wrong. But yeah, uh, you wouldn't be able to tell. Like with my mom, she's she's German. She's got blonde hair, blue eyes. Um, in the store, we don't look like we match up as children, <laughs> but uh, we do. And so with our... Uh, with Mrs. Basildua, uh, we have a baby on the way, and really no idea what he's going to look like. He could have blonde hair. He could. He could have blonde hair and blue eyes, because that was on my mom's side. Um, and my wife, blonde hair, blue eyes. So you never know. You never know. Um, this is my our first kid, so I guess we'll find out here soon enough. Um, she is due here in a week and a week from Sunday so yeah you guys can be just praying that that delivery goes well and um we've got a name picked out we have and we've also had thousands of people ask us what his name will be but that's a secret speaking of all this with this storm that has happened recently with well typhoon Manghut uh, I had an interesting story uh, come about so we were told that we had to put Jessica and uh, Mrs. Basildua in in the hospital for the storm in case the, st- the storm put her into labor and um, we weren't really sure what to expect for that scenario so in my mind uh, I was gonna go there with her and just stay with her through the storm but we were not allowed to, I was not allowed to stay there. And so this was kind of a shock as we, we had like all of our resources together there. And so uh, we split up the crackers and the water, um, the Choco Mancho bars, which are my favorite. And um, yeah, I tried, I tried really hard to stay for this. I was like, can I please stay? I'll, uh, I'll work as security. I'll, I'll be a security guard if you need some extra security people. And uh, they just laughed and ha <laughs> ha. No. But, you know, it was all, we were all joking around, but I kind of wasn't. But I, I was joking. But, oh, you know, I was like, you know, I, I will help you if needed. <laughs> but really, yeah. <laughs> but, um, yeah. And then on the way out on the elevator, there was a guy walked into the elevator and he had about a shirt that I could fit into and um yeah I was like maybe but I didn't I didn't do anything so 
I got in the car and I came home. Uh, my good neighbors helped duct tape up the front door and the front little window. And uh, yeah, so that was my time with the storm. Uh, and I just had to wait it out, wait for, well, hope, hope uh, baby didn't come too early because uh, I wasn't there. So it'd be kind of disappointing to not be there for that for my first child. So, <laughs> yeah. So I've got uh, two people sitting in the studio with me. Uh, Mr. Chris Harper, who was here during the storm. You probably were listening to him during the updates. And Mr. Lawrence Nagengast. Hello, all. Yeah, good afternoon. Hey, good to be here. Glad you guys can make it. <laughs> yeah, it's a beautiful day out here. Uh, the first four days this week, couldn't have said that about those. Or I should say maybe three. Wednesday yeah, three. was actually a nice day. Yeah. but um, It was nice because we could get into some campus recovery. Yeah, yeah. But I'll tell you what, I uh, it's a little bit of a twilight zone here being on a weekend already. I really feel like we barely did anything this week, and here we are headed off onto a Friday night. Funny, so. I don't feel that way. You know, well, I, I should say educationally and school side. Oh. Life in general, yeah. it was a pretty packed week. Yeah. Uh, you know, we were here, uh, we were here a lot of, a lot of hours, unlike, yeah. well, compared to you, nobody was here that long. Um, but uh, school-wise speaking, as far as the kids being on campus, yeah. uh, two days on, and I told him today uh, in chapel, I said, how many of you are a fan of this five days off, two days on thing? You know, of course, everybody's hands up. I said, as long as we're under the uh, notion that it will take us three years to get through one year of high school. So if you're down for 12 <laughs> years of high school instead of four, we could probably make an arrangement here for the five on or two on five off thing, Yeah, uh, which would be a complete opposite of. No, normal. we we spent a lot of time prepping as well, um, starting last weekend, really. Well, literally one week ago today. Yeah. We were just kind of, you know, there's kind of a storm out there. We no, should keep I didn't an eye. even know if this, the radio station would still be here. Yeah. I was pretty <laughs> confident in this building. Yeah, there's some other building buildings on campus. I saw some videos, and yeah. they were like, this is what the other typhoon did. Of, of, of concrete <laughs> buildings being washed away? And no, that well, was, it doesn't that have was to be. The, it could be metal beams flying out and going through windows. Yeah. <laughs> there's some pieces of the campus I thought I was walking around the last time on, on Sunday <laughs> yes, last week. Yes, the uh, Koyang. Uh, the Koyang I, I roof, like, I thought, for selfie. sure was gone. <laughs> uh, the HBVC building and uh, that that building, and then there was one other um, that I really did not think. I can't remember now. So you said the Koyang, the cafeteria, uh, yeah. and... The cafeteria building. That's what oh, it was. Oh, okay. Sorry. You didn't say cafeteria. The cafeteria sorry. building was... I, I said, I don't know Whoa. if this place will be the same. If, if it were what the storm is now... Oh, it would be this some campus bad would be yeah. would oh. be different. Yeah, yeah. We'd yeah. probably have the three main buildings and everything else would be in pieces. Yeah. But anyways, the storm is gone, it's and uh, it's not gone for some people. No, it's not. It's but just for Guam. arriving for others. Yeah. But for us, and it is yeah, kind of interesting. My Facebook feed, because I am from the states, I have ninety nine percent are comments about Florence, right? Yep. And one percent is, is is it Mangut? Man, good. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. So, yeah. It, if, it, if you look at the radar, uh, everyone's pretty terrified of Florence, which it is. It's going to be, it's going to do some damage, obviously. But then you look at Mankut and it's like, yeah. 
It's big. It's a category. It was a category five earlier today. I don't yes. know if it still is. It's supposed to not be uh, by the time it goes into right. land, but still, even at three, like what we were talking about is, is yeah. devastating. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and that was, uh, it was interesting watching the storm as it passed by us, like not outside. I wasn't outside, but, um, you know, seeing how the path shifted up just a little bit and it, it, it got here super quick, which meant it didn't have time to build up as much right. as it could have. That was really, uh, that's really interesting. Definitely. Um, yeah, it could have been a lot worse here than it actually is. And, uh, but now, now it's the Philippines and, and Taiwan and China. It's got to, yeah, got to deal with that mess. And, uh, I think we've had, we've had, uh, uh, Dr. Yo say before he he was coming through the Philippines once with another after another typhoon and he's well, like Dr. Yo last Christmas went I think this is the right location drove I mean it was like trying to fit every form of transportation into one trip so it was like obviously a plane off of Guam and then I think it was a taxi to a bus to a car at the very tip of the Philippines like the northern part and then it was a boat ride for about nine hours one way to an island that he stayed for, I think, like two or three days and did some work there and then came back. But that would be someplace that's probably directly in the path. Uh, and so I know for him it's got to be tough knowing, having been there and, and, and seeing the folks that are living there. Um, I think it's Luzon. Is that the series I don't, of the set of islands that um, I don't remember what it was called? For. L-U-Z-A-N, I thought. I could ask him. He he was saying how he thought it was his fault. He's like, like, I feel like it's my fault, you know, because it like started over near Guam and then it came over to them. (laughs) (laughs) Why? How could it possibly be his fault? Guam caused this, but obviously it didn't. You didn't cause cause this Guam. So, yeah. But uh, (laughs) thanks thanks for relieving us of responsibility. Just trying to reassure you. It's not your fault. Um, this is God's will. Yeah. Um, but. Um, yeah, we're talking about storms and recovery from storms today. So, Lawrence, if you ever think of any like interesting stories you've had in recovering from a storm, or any interesting stories during a storm or before a storm, um, is it right now or is that in the second yeah. hour? Yeah. Um, uh, well, I'm kind of sprinkling throughout both hours. It's L U Z O N. Yeah. Luzon. Is that what it is? No, I don't know how to okay. say it, but <laughs> what the? That sounded so confident. <laughs> Yeah. Okay. Uh, um, the the only thing I really have previous to to um, Guam is the worst snowstorm I was a part of was when I was I believe a senior in high school. I, I was a junior or senior, and uh, we had over a foot in about a twelve hour period. Like it was an inch an hour. It was is is it was dumping. It was it was, it was basically the best way to. <laughs> to, to qualify yeah. or quantify what was happening. <laughs> and so we went to school um, Friday. Sunday night, it was, the, it was the storm. It was the massive snowfall. So no school Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday. So four days off. <laughs> we came back in. We called school back in on Friday because we had a Christmas program that we had been preparing for. So we, in one day, pretty much, I think we had, I don't know if we even had class, we basically prepped the Christmas program, performed it that night, and then the next day started Christmas break. So <laughs> it was fantastic wow, that's great. as far yeah. as one day of school, and you basically got a whole extra week of Christmas break. 
Um, but that was probably the worst snowfall, uh, not conditions, uh, conditions you get with the ice and the things like that, that can get really, really nasty. But as far as snowfall and not having school for that, um, that was the worst here on Guam. I mean, really dolphin and this were pretty comparable storms. In fact, I think dolphin almost had stronger winds potentially. I can't remember where the, what the top winds were there, but, um, that happened in the middle of the day. Uh, a little earlier than this one, and so we took we took some video of the, of the storm there about three in the afternoon. Were you here for that yet? It happened just before I arrived. Yeah, yeah. Those were probably the two. Everything before that were phantom storms. In fact, two of the three before that, we'd have a day off school, prep the school, and it was like it was like this the next day. My first year here. Yeah. This was the this was the storm day. It we've had, just like we've had one of those since I've been here. We you know school let out all the yep. DOE schools were out and it never even rained. Yeah, sunny skies. Yeah, it's it's whatever it's really the storm weird. was didn't hit us at all. I so, know we've we've had a couple had of a those here. Days. So uh, pre Guam, probably that snowstorm was uh, pretty intense here on Guam. Honestly, Monday and then maybe Dolphin. Uh, so it's not been not been crazy. Nothing like Florence or. North Philippines mancut in the next day or two. It's hard to it's hard to measure. Um, I don't know which would you be for more terrified of. Would you be more terrified of a tornado or a hurricane or a typhoon? Um, it depends on where I'm at. <laughs> if I'm in the if I'm in the middle of the tornado path, that's pretty terrifying. Yeah. Um, but it's such a small path compared to the hurricane or a typhoon. Yeah. Well, see, know. that was my life growing up. Was I was always terrified of you know tornadoes because I lived in Tornado Alley. So, yeah. I mean, that was hurricanes. You know, I'd always hear about them. Like, oh, yeah, lots of destruction. Uh, but hurricanes uh, in Guam and and few other places that are built like bunkers, it, it's so different. What yeah. North Carolina and South yeah. Carolina are dealing with is houses. You see them there on the beach made of wood. Yeah. I mean, those will be blown to pieces. And then uh, and then just the, the state of the, a lot of the areas in the Philippines is oh, not yeah. concrete structures in a lot of places. So. Uh, it's just different facing a storm even here on Guam. You don't like them, but you're a whole yeah, lot more prepared specifically than on Guam. Even to the Philippines, is you know we've got the reef for protection against like storm, storm surges. Yeah, yeah. Storm yeah surge. there's some cities in North Carolina already with yeah. three, four, five feet of water in the city from the yeah. storm surge coming in. So yeah. yeah, and and I don't know. Have you done any uh, looking at what the? I think there's Hurricane Gaston. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> Oh. Or what, what are the other two names of the ones behind Florence? There's three storms in the, in the I, Atlantic. You know, I haven't paid any attention to it. I've been worried only about There's really no need. Uh, yeah, I, I, I yeah. Well, okay, so I posted the little meme about Gaston. Um, so it's not that, the name that, of Gaston? I, I even said that in the, the post. So I want to make sure everyone knew that this is not a current storm. Oh. <laughs> but I, oh, okay. Gaston. But it, it did reoccur, like, I think, like, it was either at the end of the last, I, I don't know. It was within the last year, so I think it yeah. happened. But, uh, yeah, and someone had made, like, a little song to go with it uh, from the Beauty and the Beast. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like, yeah. And I, the the whole Beauty and the Beast song of yeah, uh, along Gaston. With it. No yes. one, something like Gaston. Okay, so it's it's Florence, then Isaac, then, I guess, Helen or Helene. Yeah. Those are the three storms. Florence is a cat four right now. Isaac is a cat one. And Helene is a cat two right now. Uh, that was taken, that was taken this, this morning. Yeah. Yeah. I saw, I saw a picture of like, like six different systems going on around the world, like 
all you know, across the yeah. equator. Yeah, it's, yeah, it's an interesting time for uh, weather. Uh, you had Hawaii hadn't had a storm there in 25, <laughs> 30 years, and that ended up being a lot, lot, you know, almost like this, where it just wasn't as bad as it could have been. Yeah. But um, yeah. anyways, so that, those are my stories. Yeah. Uh, I, I always had the struggle with tornadoes, like I said. And uh, we had one time where I was playing soft um, little league, uh, you know, baseball or whatever. And uh, we were out there practicing with, with the coach. And I remember seeing like this huge black cloud coming over the, over the, uh, the hill nearby. And um, I, I just went to the coach. I was like, hey, look at that. And, you know, he looks up. He's like, yeah. You know, like, like he knew some stuff was about to go down. But, um, yeah, we, we just continued to practice like it was normal, but then suddenly it just started pouring on us and, uh, and all the kids dived into the, the coach's truck and, uh, um, I, I, for some reason had this instinct to run out to the road because I, I think, I think I saw my mom's car coming up and, uh, and so I just, instead of diving into the coach's truck, I got in my mom's car and we went home and, uh, yeah. So that that was interesting because right after it started storming, you could look up and you could see a funnel cloud starting to form um, very close to us. But thankfully, it had broke, is what they said, is a a funnel cloud that broke. Yeah, so. I don't, I don't, I don't like those. Uh, I don't like tornadoes. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Unfortunately, I've had, I've had, um, I've had a relative who who passed away from a tornado because uh, yeah. uh, it was like a tornado or tornado had a tornado had gone through a this this little town and it pr- pretty much completely flattened it and three people died and one of them was one of my relatives so yes and now we have a valued guest with us today patty claude felter or miss claude felter of s- second grade of second grade yeah also known as pc uh, i've been referred to as that every <laughs> now and then not to blow the cover but uh just in case <laughs> How are you doing today, Patty? Great. How about you guys? We're doing great. We're just yeah, reminiscing about horror stories. It's hard storms. to beat two days of school after having five off, though there was work to be done, having only two and then a weekend here. Um, not so bad. Yes. That's yes. so true. Yeah. You know what? Uh, I think I was going to break to a, a break. Break to a break or cut to a break. Maybe that's, that's a little bit better. But uh, hit a break here real quick. And uh, we'll just gather our thoughts and come right back uh, to finish out the hour here. So stick with us, and we'll be right back. Welcome back to Lifetale 5. I'm your host, Sebastian Basildua, stepping in for Jared. This hour is flying by, just like this week has flown by. We've got PC up here, or also known, Patty Claudefelter. And we introduced her, right, well, we said hi right before the break, but I'm reintroducing her, Patty Claudefelter, second grade teacher. 
Patty, I asked you to bring some stories you might have had with your years here on Guam, or it doesn't have to be just Guam, but just some storm stories you might have had, uh, and looking forward to hearing what you got. What do you have, Patty? Well, first of all, I'd like to give a little shout-out to Bonnie and Stephanie down in the prep room. Hi, guys. <laughs> uh, well, um, my second typhoon I experienced was named Omar, and Omar came right after the first day of school. So after the first day of school, we had Typhoon Omar. It was a pretty strong typhoon, and I was working at another school uh, just around the corner here, and just so happened that it was severely damaged. A lot of the roofs came off. In fact, uh, my next-door neighbor teacher, uh, her whole roof came off, and it peeled off part of mine. But uh, So we had to stop school for like five weeks wow five weeks <laughs> yeah and uh we had um guys we had the guys come in from japan the military guys and they actually built temporary classrooms for our school i think there was about five temporary classrooms that they built i think pretty much out of plywood supposed to last 10 years um so since we had only one day of school and <sighs> We hadn't got a paycheck yet, and I, of course, over the summer, being a teacher, I bought a lot of teacher supplies on my trip home and came back with, like, zero money, mm. maybe $17. <laughs> and um, so I, our first paycheck was $87. Woo! <laughs> so all of the teachers at our school were eligible for emergency food stamps. Yeah. So that was my only time in my life that I got food stamps. And, you know, we had to stand all day in line and all that kind of stuff. But uh, I remember um, after the typhoon was over, uh, my place I lived survived and all that. Um, but I was getting ready for the next Sunday service. And I'm looking around. I'm like, okay, let's see. What am I going to have for breakfast? Oh. <laughs> I didn't have anything in the fridge. <laughs> uh, well, I think the power was off. And I went outside, looked around. Oh, a coconut. Yeah. <laughs> so I went and I got a coconut and ate some coconut meat for breakfast. So Coconut meat? Mm-hmm. So, so you get, is that just the inside? Like, yeah. With the, 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 what house is the water? The white stuff. Yeah. Uh-huh. Just an interesting term to use, meat. Oh, well, <laughs> yeah. Well, I mean, if that's what it is, that's, that's what it is. <laughs> but I just think that's interesting. Coconut meat. <laughs> <laughs> it was meat for me. <laughs> And so uh, then we got to church and, uh, of course, you know, wet head and, you know, all that. And uh, I remember Pastor Lewis's sermon was about, uh, it was not in the wind. And, you know, that verse about the still small voice. Mm -hmm. So I still remember that uh, sermon that he gave uh, after Typhoon Omar. Um, so, yeah, we had um, military guys at our school for five weeks rebuilding. And so that was kind of fun in a way. But uh, yet, <laughs> you know, we were working hard every day with that. Were you still adventurous in the ocean at this time? Uh, like, did you go out into the ocean a lot at this time as well in your life? Oh, yes. Yeah. Did you did you try to venture out after the, after the uh, typhoon? Or were you safe and, and held off for a couple not bit. that I recall. Uh, oh. <laughs> it was not a priority on my list yeah. at that time, but uh, yeah, yeah. later on I did. 
So, um, but that was one of my first typhoons. Mm-hmm. Wow. That's, that's good. Compl- should I continue? Well, <laughs> yeah. So what was the name of that first typhoon again? Omar. Omar. Do you remember how big it was? It was around, uh, it was over 120. Uh, I don't know, 140 maybe. I wow. can't remember. It's so long ago, 1992. Okay. That was a year after I was born. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Yeah, go ahead. Let, let's hear another one. Okay. Well, around, I think in 1997 or 96, somewhere in there, we had Typhoon Paca. And um, I was working at another school, uh, public school at that time, Finnegan. And uh, so it's a very strong typhoon, bigger than that, uh, almost as big as Pung Oh, wow. Uh, so I stayed with some of the harvest teachers, which my friends, and... Um, I was trying to decide, where am I going to park my Jeep? <laughs> because that's the pretty much the only property I had that was worth anything. <laughs> but it lasted through the typhoon. Uh, God protected it. And uh, But after the typhoon, I went up to school, and it was being used as a storm shelter. So Your Jeep? No. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. The, the, the school. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so I discovered that... Uh, you know, even the storm shelter was out of power. And uh, so at night it was very dark. Um, and there was eight people living in my classroom. So I uh, got some stuff out for them to do, like crayons, paper, things like that. And then a lot of the people there, they were living there because they lived in wood houses. Uh, so their houses were flattened uh, mm. after that typhoon and they lost a lot of their belongings. So we uh, we gathered a lot of clothes and took them up there for the the people. And I remember um, one of my students was in there, a family of eleven. Wow! And uh, the mother had just had a baby a week or two before that, and so I I got her a t- uh, a futon to sleep on. Um, but it was right before Christmas, and uh, you know I was almost out of money, so I didn't have much to to give away but my I remember my mom sent all the old candles that she'd been saving for years and years and I passed those out at school as well oh man (laughs) thankfully the school didn't burn down (laughs) 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 um but yeah we had a five-week Christmas vacation that year five-week Christmas vacation yeah our school did you have uh, to make up for it at the end of the year no we didn't whoa (laughs) That's awesome. Yeah, I don't even know how you'd begin to try and make up for that amount of time. Uh, yeah. Even, even okay, we're going to have an extra week or two. You're still not scratching it. No summer is about the only option you got. Oh, man, no one wants that. No one yeah. wants, no. Yeah. Yeah. So, well, that, that's really awesome. Um, well, I mean, it's not awesome that those happen, but those are great stories. And um, I actually helped out with Hurricane Sandy when it hit New York City. That was an interesting experience because um, I was in college at the time and we were having our floor devotions. And at the end of the floor devotions, uh, the, the, the leader of the floor said, hey, there's a, there's a GA student. There's a guy who's like older student here who's like seminary. And uh, he's trying to get a group of guys together to go out to uh, New York City to help a pastor who pretty much lost their, all of their like their whole church was flooded, 
so there was like a couple feet of standing water in there and uh it by the time that we heard about it it was drained but all the stuff infrastructure was it was going to be had to be taken out so um he's like yeah if you're just enjoying this group uh give this guy a call and uh they're going to be leaving at 3 a.m which is in a couple hours (laughs) i'm like whoa i don't know if i should do this but i haven't missed any days because i don't normally get sick so i was like well i'll pray about it and i'll call and if if i um if he if he answers and it all works out then hey god wanted it to happen so so i i called said you still need some guys and he's like yep you'll be the last guy to go with us i was like whoa so uh what they did was they raised some money and i can't remember how much money they raised but over the course of a night with a small student body they had they they were able to raise a couple hundred a couple hundred dollars within a couple hours uh that we were able to take out there and uh used to buy some supplies right before we got there and um it was very interesting the whole trip i can't fit it into like a minute or two but i can say more about it next hour um but yeah i'm glad everyone's uh doing okay after this storm and uh uh patty did you have any any big uh uh take any big hits after this last typhoon or not really i just uh-huh. need some patching done on my eaves under my roof before the next one i'm just glad it only needs some patches because i think there was a thought if it stayed worse that it'd be some some new roof yes. <laughs> type type some things not patches. Yes. not patches yeah oh man what uh what year did you get to guam not to date you but what year 1991 okay so oh that was omar was very soon wasn't he wasn't that 92 what was the storm in 92 wasn't there one then yeah, Omar. Yeah, Omar. And it was a yeah. year where they had a whole bunch in a row, and Omar was the strongest, but the others were supposed to be strong, but they never did end up being strong, thankfully. Yeah, that's that's uh, usually it only takes one, though, but the others are, are warming up. So. Yeah, this is my first time like in my life where you actually see a huge storm coming, and you can... like You'll have to prepare for it because it's going to cause some damage, but like I said, I, I grew up in Tornado Alley, which is like there's a, some strong storms coming and you'll find out like, you know, a couple of days, maybe a day or two before, but it's like, they can't tell where a, a tornado is going to be. Um, always, you know, the, they'll have tornado watches, but, uh, couldn't always tell for sure. So ours was, you don't, there's not as much build up to it, but there was a lot of stress at the last second, almost kind of deal. Um, and then hiding in the basements, which are there, do a lot of houses here have basements on Guam? I don't mm, actually know. No, no? Oh, that's interesting. But I mean, it, all the house, all the houses are like made out of concrete, so that's something that I didn't have uh, back at my house, uh, obviously. But yeah, so we're gonna wind down here at the uh, about to finish off the top of the hour, uh, real quick. You guys have any big plans for this weekend, uh, uh, Patty? Well, I still need to unpack my pictures and put them up on the wall after taking them down. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, that may be a plan you have for the next five weekends. That sounds like what it'd be at my house. Well, I still need to unpack those pictures. I packed in a hurry. Uh, Now, I'm going to play a basketball game in the morning, and then um, I think there's a a birthday party for uh, a little guy tomorrow night that I'm going to go to. So, uh, yeah, and and then... you know, actually, like she said, there's a few things that we need to um, put back in place still, and yep. 
and uh, get ready for now the that next we got week. power back. It's yeah, a little bit nice. nicer to do. So, uh, yeah, definitely. So, yeah, for me, I'm going to be going to a couple of HBBC things, I believe. And uh, uh, there's the men's prayer breakfast um, tomorrow morning. Yeah, and your so. team minus single digits on your uh, on the due date yep, here, due a little date. bambino here. It's Sunday, it's one week. Oh, boy. So, uh, yeah, it's awesome. one week. One week, and baby boy will be here. <laughs> yes, so... All right. Well, thanks again for joining me, guys. And uh, thank you, listeners. Uh, We'll be back in the second hour with more Live Till 5 after this break. Half a day, and welcome back to Live Till Five. I'm your host, Sebastian Basildua, stepping in for Jared Baldwin, who is in a very important meeting today, right now. That's why I'm the good guy that I am, and I'm covering for him. So, uh, you can listen live on online at khmg.org. All you have to do is click the Listen tab, or you you can go to get khmg.org/ltf to listen, download, or view our archive, our vast rich archive that we have of Live Till 5. Ah, well, thanks again uh, for joining us this, that last hour. Now we got one more hour ahead of us. That last hour just kind of flew by. And like I said, just like this week. This week flew by, didn't it, Titus? Yeah, we only had the two days of work, so that was nice. We had all that storm prep, but only two days. I know Chris feels bad being up here, <laughs> listening to all of us say, yeah, only two days of work. He's like, man, I put the full six days that, in yeah, here. Yeah, that's exactly right. Yeah, Actually, true. he wouldn't have sounded like that, so I, uh, <laughs> I shouldn't. Well, Chris Chris slept up here, right? So that was, yeah, that was for fun. Yeah, my favorite segment was like. How many nights did you sleep up here, Chris? Two. Two, okay. yeah. two, two. Yeah. Hey, that's if he's right. feeling bad, today is hug your boss day so i mean <laughs> oh man <laughs> i think i offered it earlier and he said no <laughs> yeah so. i can yeah i can imagine. Oh, wow but titus remember that i know carl loves hugs oh yeah if i, if I, if I ever <laughs> yeah oh wow if I, I'd, be, I I'd be on the first flight back to north carolina <laughs> you'd be doing the worst jobs the rest of the year oh yeah cleaning out all the dust anywhere yeah. that'd, that'd you would job. literally not touch another piece of equipment <laughs> right you'd have a vacuum no, no, cleaner no. and a yeah in a in a I duster would, i would touch it just the most dirty one like, yeah in like that's the server it. racks like that's yeah, it exactly <laughs> Uh, that's good. That's funny. I hope he listens to this later. Right. Yeah, <laughs> yeah I, I was hoping he's listening, but he's listening. Yeah. yeah. Well, we've all kind of shared a couple of stories about the storms and uh, uh, some aftermaths, but yeah, I was kind of wondering, Titus, uh, if you've had, you could remember any interesting uh, scenarios when you were a kid because you were here for Pong Song Walk, correct? Yeah. yeah, I was here for Pong Song Walk. I was uh, 02, right? So I was six years old. Um, what I remember the most is I was in Guahan Apartments up here in Barragata, but. Um, I remember just going down to the Guaham pool almost like daily, taking a shower down there, bucketing water upstairs. That pool was the almost oh, nastiest thing ever, but we still took showers out of that thing. I remember there's like a little building off the side and they stole like they um store like the uh, filters, all stuff and we used to 
there's like a little cutout in there. We used to stand back there, take uh, my mom would bucket water on her head, take showers down there. <laughs> so that was fun. And then I remember also too when um, Harvest um, opened um, uh, the campus up to the teachers and staff to come stay up here. So yeah. we would stay up here and just uh, all just run around campus. It was yeah. me, Jeff Fain was up here. Well, no, Jeff wasn't here. Jeff wasn't here, but um, a few others that are still here. Mr. Fain, who's yeah. teacher, who's teaching here now. Uh, when you got those showers at the buckets, did you have? Did your mom like put any holes at the bottom to help the no, water? No, no, no. Or she, she just, just kind of poured it out yeah, on you cold slowly. water, just straight cold water. It's like <laughs> you know the ice bucket challenge. This, we did that every day. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hey, I'm sure it was refreshing though because it's so hot out. So yeah, um, yeah. I know over during well, we had the power out here. I, I know it's not as big compared to Pong Sung Wa, the right. power being out, but yeah, I was like, it was getting hot, so I was just like, taking a shower isn't that bad, like, if the if the hot water's not coming out, because yeah, like, wow. The cold water feels good after yeah, a while, yeah. Yeah, yeah, I was like, I could, I could get used to that. Yeah, Pong Sung Wa was what, <laughs> I think it was, uh, Ms. it was like three months, right? Three months? With no, no power, is what I remember? Well, it the storm came on the December 8th, and I remember we got water on January 28th because I engraved it in the cement outside uh, ah. one of the buildings. Vandalism. No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> 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 yeah, okay. Well, that, that's cool. Yeah. So anything else you remember during that time? What, were you guys on edge for another storm coming and be like, oh, we would not be prepared? No, <laughs> I think I was okay. And then I remember they showed the videos of what uh, Pong Sun did and that scared half the teachers like to death. They, they're all scared sitting there like, those videos they showed um in, in like uh one of the meetings I was like that's I mean it was it was it was graphic the, the just the wind and everything so I I I wasn't I wasn't too worried I made the punk so also I was yeah this little man coot that was yeah that was you get but, like yeah. a little badge that says punk song wah right I've been through no, that no no, no. We, don't, we, don't, we yeah we just we don't want another punk song wah those that was that was rough that was a category four yeah that one that one was oof. yeah yeah I mean we all uh. Um, yeah, we all get a little badge. It says Mancoot, but it's, Mancoot's I don't know if we actually get a badge. It might be revoked after how big it's getting now and how much damage is going to be. Yeah, doing. The, the Philippines about to get, about to get hit hard and we didn't even get the worst of it. Rhoda got the worst of it. So yeah, we, we were definitely blessed and we praise God that it passed us just fine. Yeah. yeah. Well, you know what? We have some drinks here and, uh, that, that means one of our favorite segments, uh, is about to begin. It's called What's in My Coffee. And I'm so glad to have so many people here to be sharing so many drinks with. No one knows what's inside these drinks. Not even I. Or, and everyone's being so polite to each other. No, you take this drink. No, you take that drink. Just no, pa- I insist. Around. I insist you take the drink. Yeah. But uh, is there a paper? This is the paper, right? All right. Awesome. Well, glad we can uh, all indulge in these drinks uh can i get one of these drinks here please thank you thank you all right so uh, what we do for this is we all take a sip of these drinks that we don't know um what's inside of them um i I mean there's not going to be anything crazy like a gecko or anything or at least there shouldn't be but (laughs) we're guessing i'd like to start a new edition though (laughs) soon (laughs) what's really in my cup yeah 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 yeah. (laughs) and you have to drink it oh wow yeah uh, it's like fear factor on uh on kgmg no stay tuned this is a family friendly show yeah uh (laughs) yeah but a little bit of a gecko in there would still be hilarious you know one time when we went to go pick up our water or someone else's water 
there was a little gecko curled up at the top of the of the inside the the lid. Yuck. So I was like, Ugh. sorry, can you? I really don't mind them, but they're not the cleanest of creatures, I have to believe. No. So I, I don't like them, but I do like that they kill cockroaches. So Oh, that's nice. So I, I, I do like, you know, you're allowed, buddy. You're allowed. That's, that's yeah. what I do when I see them. So, uh, yeah, but exciting times for drinks. Um, why don't we – so we're going to guess what the flavors are inside of the drink. We'll try and give a vivid description of what it looks like. Patty's got to be like. well-versed. She's heard the show a few times. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she knows what's up. So, yeah, why don't we start with uh, Titus, and we go to the left with Patty and then Lawrence and Chris and then me, Sebastian Bessel Duo, your host. All right. Uh, go ahead, Titus. Uh-huh. <laughs> well, I, I definitely know it's tea. It's um, an iced tea. I think it's like a – it has like a little tangy flavor to it, like a little sour flavor. So I think it's like, I don't even know if they have sour apple down there. So I'm just going to guess like a calamansi tea is what I'm going to guess. Is what I'm going to go for mine. A calamansi tea, huh? Yeah, it tastes like sour apple to me, but I, I don't think they have that down there. <laughs> we just wishful thinking. I know, I know. <laughs> yeah, well, like buddy, apple. let yeah. me help you out here. Um, if it tastes a little sour, why don't you take one of these sweet, delicious lemon, lemon treats? Um, these... Uh, these little muffins here, my wonderful wife made them. Yeah, they're good. So if you don't like them, I'm going to have to slap you. It's, but, uh, it's good, though. It's good. <laughs> I'm sure you'll like them. No, Jessica, Everyone Jessica likes them. Jessica makes great desserts. Oh. Oh, yeah. Class A desserts. Yes, Class A. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes, yes. So our 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 baby will grow up on this. and so we'll oh, yeah. <laughs> not, not just muffins, obviously. <laughs> but good baking. Yeah. Yes. And so, so we've got some calamansi, we believe. Yeah, calamansi cal- tea is what I'm calamansi thinking. Calamansi tea, yeah. all right. Patty, PC, what you got? Well, it's some kind of iced coffee, and I think there's a little bit of vanilla inside. So, what do you call that? Vanilla bean iced coffee or something? It's either a vanilla cold brew or um, okay, a vanilla latte. Yeah, probably one of the two. Um, let, me, let me drink mine one more time. Yeah, mine's, I think it's just a chai. I think it's just a, a chai latte. I'm, I was looking for the coffee in there. Oh, it's, a, it's a latte, not a lot. La, la, what is it? Latte. It's just a chai, chai, yeah. chai latte, yeah, I think, um, for my drink. What does yeah. it look like? It looks pretty epic. This does? Well, it looks like looks like a chai latte from the top here. <laughs> it's a lot of foam. Okay, say no I never. I say I don't even know what a chai latte looks like. Or I've never even heard of it. Well, it looks like How coffee. How would you describe it? it? Well, it looks like coffee um, with a lot of milk in it, but it's just a darker a darker tea, um, like a black tea, I think, actually. I don't know. I don't think it's even a black or green tea. I think it's just chai. Just chai is darker, but then it has the milk in it, which makes it a lighter color. So really, you could look in this cup and think it's a cup of coffee, but it's not. Wow. That's great. Sorry, I took a bite of a muffin right when you finished. Yeah, sorry. Yeah, we didn't coordinate that very well. Could yours, could yours, Patty, be a creamy vanilla bean? Yeah. How much? How much? How sweet is it? That's really how you'll know. It's uh, not super sweet. Oh, it's not. Tis the creamy vanilla bean is very sweet. It is very. Yeah, it's knock your socks off sweet. So it might just be a cold brew because the cold brews are a little more subtle. Yeah. Mm -hmm. A little more subtle. Wow. That's really good. Go ahead, Chris. 
I've not taken a taste of mine yet, so let me let me do that. It's I'm, very hot. I'm hoping I, yours. It's so hot. I'm hoping yours is what I thought this was going to be. I, I think I know what this. I think this is a uh, uh, an apple cider. That's exactly what I was hoping this is going to be. <laughs> yeah. Because two weeks which, ago they doubled wow. up. I, I didn't even like, look at it. I was swell. just like grabbed it. Yeah. And then no, this I is realized. delicious. This is a lovely fall drink as well. Uh, a chai. But the apple cider, I really it's, just kind of took a swig thinking. I mean, it's extremely hot. Oh, so, like, so if they're doing fall flares, then maybe I'm not too far off with my sour apple. You could, it could it be could an be, apple tea. It could be apple something. That would be amazing. Yeah, that's that's interesting. Could be. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. Chris will be with us in a second. He has, really, to, really he has to nurse a burning throat. <laughs> um, yeah, it's apple cider. I believe it's apple cider. It could be yeah. one of those with the additional flavor. Extra hot. Mm. Yeah, that's extra hot water might be the additional it, flavor. It is. <laughs> I mean, it's really hot. I, I don't want to drink it here right at the moment. So uh, why don't you... Just so you know, forward. listening audience, yeah. he just sacrificed his throat <laughs> wow. to let you know it is what it is. Yeah, because it's hot. Because it'll be another 15 minutes before he takes another sip. I think I see his throat turning red on the outside. Yeah. Uh, we, what we say at our house is, be careful with that. It'll light your face on fire. <laughs> yeah. And that is what that just did. Yeah. Yeah. yeah well, for me, um, what do you call a, a coffee... Is it just an iced coffee? But it's, I think it's a chai. It's just got chai oh, flavor. Dirty chai. Is that a dirty? It could be an iced dirty chai. Yeah. Yeah. Why is it dirty? What makes it dirty? Because the coffee. coffee. When they add the coffee, the espresso it's dirty. Oh, maybe it's just an iced chai then. I don't think I taste much coffee. Oh. Oh. Well then, it's a chai. So it could be a hot chai and an iced. Why didn't chai. you say an that? iced chai? Is that all I say? I guess. Yes, yeah. Ice chai. Ice chai. If you want to add latte in there, yeah, the la- latte. That that is uh, just because they added milk, which they always do. But so iced chai could sound like nice try. Yeah. No. Okay. That works. <laughs> All right. You can say that. Okay. <laughs> when you get it wrong, that's exactly what nice I'm going to say. Nice try, buddy. If, you, if you'd like to, go ahead. <laughs> sure. No totally up to you. No one's stopping you. <laughs> who has, All right. Who, who has, has number one? That's you. Oh. You're not going to believe this. Not. It's not butter. No, I'm no. just kidding. Autumn. <laughs> oh, it's an autumn spice. Autumn spice, hot, not yeah, cold. I just am not getting mm. the coffee in here. Is it? Is there coffee? In well, autumn, autumn spice? spice is is a dirty chai, but then they add um, pumpkin, and I really probably would have guessed that had I tasted more coffee. I just didn't. So I can't believe um, you didn't guess it. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I like that drink too. I just seriously, <laughs> usually there's more. Uh, there's more coffee in the auto spice. It's still very delicious today. But, he rarely um, gets it wrong. I mean, yeah. In fact, almost never. <laughs> Ever. I, I just didn't well, taste I the coffee today. Well, honestly, you know what threw me off so no. bad is when I took it up. I wanted it to be apple cider so bad oh, <laughs> that it took me three drinks just to get my mind not to think it was even anything. Right. Get, get the that. disappointment, right? Yeah yeah, 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 yeah. So, anyways, yeah, I was wrong. Auto spice. You Good were wrong. Though. All right. Nice. That's. Number two, that is me. That's a coconut chai. How could I tell? I didn't coconut know there's coconut chai. in there. Well, you thought there was coffee to begin with. So. No, I didn't. Yeah. <laughs> it's, not, it's not crazy. I corrected my, my definitions in my head. All right, so a coconut chai. It's really good, actually. I really enjoy this. She's three. Super good. All right, number three, a caramel white mocha. Hmm. That's one of my favorite drinks recently. Okay, I guess I kind of taste the caramel. That is very sweet, though, Pat. If that's not sweet, <laughs> you, are, you are. You are. You sure are. you want one of these lemon muffins? <laughs> Sorry. Sorry. Because that's I, like one of the sweetest drinks. It is. I is. got it the other day, and I was like, this is so good, 
but it's so sweet. And Patty's like, I don't know what you're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> There's hardly any sugar in here at all. It tastes like a black coffee straight. <laughs> no, no, I said it was in between. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah, okay. Yeah. That's her that's her tweener drink. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Who's number four? I think that's Chris over here. Number four here. is that's Chris, yes. That's yes. an apple cider. Hot. Yep. It's hot. Yeah. Hot. It's hot. It's hot, hot. I'll tell you what. Exclamation. I tried to take another drink because it's so good. Yeah, I saw the reaction. It, yeah. It's yeah. hot. Yeah. Yeah, so um and then and then number uh, five Titus. is Calamansi with iced tea. Dude, you oh, nailed so I got, that. I got, you got that, that right. Yeah, I got that right. You yeah. wanted it to be apple so yeah, bad. I wanted it, but I, I, I was like, it could. I don't but, think they have but apple. But your final answer, I believe, was yeah, Calamansi. Yeah, it was, it was. Is Calamansi, what, where do you find that in the world? Is it like the, just mainly in the it's lime? A lime. Uh, yeah, it's a lime. It's a lime that's Here. basically indigenous to the Pacific Islands, I think. Mm. I don't know if it grows. Yeah. In my yard. I feel like there's opportunity. <laughs> yeah, there that, that's, that's where it started. Yeah. But it's a tropical Patty's lime, I guess. yard. Right. <laughs> Um, I feel like there's opportunity here because when you get iced tea and lemonade put together, what do you get? Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. So when you get iced tea and calamansi put together, what do you get? A patty cloth filter. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. <laughs> Let's coin it. Yep. Coining it right now. It. Can I get a patty cloth filter, please? <laughs> yep. As of... Yep, there's a Shirley Temple, an Arnold Palmer, and a Patty Cloud Felter. There you go. There's already a Ray's Romo down there, and I saw him oh, really? drinking one. No, you know, no, the no. one, remember, they brought it to us one day, and they said they just had oh, on yeah. the sheet it's the got, Ray's Romo. It's, I think it's a taro and coffee. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, wow. Yeah, I, I and it's I, what, it's blended. What's it's that green drink? drink? That's matcha. Like, yeah, that one. Ooh. Nope, that's a bit grassy for me. That, that's, a, that, that's that's straight grass. That's that's like ooh. He, he doesn't like it matcha. Nah, but on wow, great! This is awesome. We just made a word today. Well, we didn't make we didn't make your name. We just we named a new, drink. We just coined something. Right. We named the Calamansi tea. And we'll challenge anyone for else nothing that has other a than the name. fact that she doesn't like the drink. She just has Calamansi in her yard. Yeah. So <laughs> usually drinks are done <laughs> because they like it. Not right. Patty. I think I would probably like it. Yeah, you yeah, would. Yeah. If you like calamansi and are a sweet tea fan, you'd be right up there. Yeah. Well, uh, Lawrence, is there any anything in the new in the this day that's interesting? Anything? Boy, usually, always. Um, usually, always something I can scrounge up because there's something interesting tomorrow happening. Um, if there's He's like not. a raccoon, he scrounges <laughs> yeah, it up, scrounge around and find some historical facts. <laughs> it's pretty good. This is um, historical. Is that, this is useful. <laughs> but uh, 1901, Theodore Roosevelt is sworn in as the youngest man to serve as U.S. president after William McKinley finally dies after an arc- anarchist shoots him in Buffalo. Um, why, did t- they, why did they say he finally dies? Like, well, I think that was it's a because I, know, he finally dies. I guess he finally it's because dies. they're assuming you know it's about time he he, <laughs> he, <laughs> it's, uh, he got strange. shot but didn't die right away. Oh, so he kind of. So he, he was he was expecting right. to die, but then, right. Oh, I, I think after yeah. the the gunshot oh. wounds, he, it wasn't an instant death. Isn't that okay? Well, I'm not going to get into it. I'm I'm not going <laughs> to be Jared Baldwin and say I saw a, a documentary, but I did yeah. see a documentary. <laughs> but I'm not going to go into it. Yeah, I think he's still. Uh, he was the youngest president until um, I think JFK is 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 on record as the youngest president yeah. ever. Right. And then Trump uh, just became a couple years ago the oldest, the oldest. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow. as far as an inauguration. Um, really? I don't think. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh. he was seventy. I don't oh. think he's he's the oldest sitting president ever. Um, 
I think FDR but got he would close. be if he if oh, he, he had another he term. probably yeah. will be by the end of his term yeah. absolutely He'd be 78 uh, by the end of the term so um, that would definitely be the oldest but I think I think FDR might have been older um, I'm not actually too sure about that one but I do know he was the oldest to be uh, sworn in Google uh, it, folks. Yeah. Just Google it. Google I might it. before the end of the show here. There we go. <laughs> Just Google it. Um, 1937, President FDR, speaking of FDR, bans U.S. ships from trading arms with China or Japan uh, for obvious reasons there. Uh, World War II hadn't started yet, but it was about two years out uh, from starting, and already Japan had invaded Manchuria by that point, so things were already a bit um, warlike there in the, in the Asian side of the world. Um so, moving along, um, I don't know, I, I always bring these names um, that I can't always, I think I can pronounce these, but Nikita Khrushchev, is that right? Correct, yeah. Yeah, okay. And in 1953, appointed Khrushchev. as the first secretary of the Communist Party of the Soviet Union, uh, succeeding Malenkov. Um, so, the, again, first secretary of the Communist Party hmm. um, in the 1950s. Wow. Uh, President Walter, uh, sorry, that's the wrong name here. President Lyndon Johnson presents Walter Lippmann with the Presidential Medal of Freedom. Uh, does anybody know what that is given for? Walter Lippmann? Yeah. Isn't like I think that's the highest civilian medal. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what it's given for. I know it's, He was a writer and political commentator. Yeah. Um, so you might be right, I think, for... Yeah, it's definitely... Because you got the Medal of Honor, that's for... That's for, that's for armed services. Yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah. And then you got the Medal of Freedom, which is like for non-civilian. I would imagine yeah. it's the same sort of idea. Yeah, um, maybe. Yeah. Although you're probably not necessarily on the battlefield. No. Um, but domestic on battlefield. Yeah. Yeah. You know, maybe the the political or or yeah. news media front. Um. Obviously, this past week on Tuesday, um, we it was kind of weird this year because normally nine eleven. Uh, every year is a big deal, yeah. uh, but this year we're in the middle of a storm prep, and the day just kind of got away. <clears throat> but you know, as far as in the news and on and Facebook, for that matter, uh, there's still a lot of of posts about uh, the day. Um, but in 2001, historic National Prayer Service held at Washington National Cathedral for victims of September 11th attacks. A similar service is held in Canada on Parliament Hill, the largest vigil ever held in the nation's capital. Wow. Um, so again, that's been already 17 years, um, uh, that that happened. And I w- I had the privilege of going to that museum twice and I'm not going to go into it again because I believe a month ago or two months ago when my wife and I hosted the show, we did an entire museum, um, museum episode and that we, we talked about that, but that is a pretty incredibly well done, um, memorial of, of, of that day. Yeah. And, uh, I guess lastly here. Um, I, I don't really have anything positive here, which is sort of sad. It's okay, um, but it's normal. So, yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's actually normal days in history. So we'll just leave it with that. That's kind of a well, big, let, let big me, day. Let me, uh, let, let me end it with something a little nice, um, with something to look forward to and something you can make out of this day. But uh, tomorrow is something big. Tomorrow is National Cheese Toast Day. <laughs> Wow, cheese toast day. There, there, that, that's that's the day. I had no that idea where you day. were headed with. Let <laughs> me bring up this nine eleven discussion to something positive. <laughs> cheese National toast. Cheese toast day. <laughs> you nailed that's, it. Yeah. 
That, that was a strange transition there, uh, Sebastian. I am full of strange transitions. That was a curveball. That was a true curveball. <laughs> All right. Well, I thought he had something historical. <laughs> Hey, well, I might make history tomorrow. Cheese toast. Cheese toast. Thank you all for joining me. You guys are free to stick around if you want, but uh, uh, we're going to cut to a break now, and uh, we'll be back after some break. Yeah, sounds good. Half a day, and welcome back to Live Till Five. I'm your host, Sebastian Basildua. Glad you can join us in this epic hour, two hour long journey. Um, back with Titus now with some some interesting, just news or not news, uh, sports, mm-hmm. some sports perspective. Right. So I'm talking about ports, uh, ports, no, sports, Repo- sports report, sports report. Right. So we all know this time of the year, football is finally back after that long, long summer of no football, America's pastime. It's like, well, it used to be baseball, but now it's football. It flew by. I mean, I just remember being champion for most of this this break time. Yeah, yeah. Eagles are mine. (laughs) Oh, yeah. Those, yeah. Good old Eagles. Well, I'm a Cowboys fan, so a division rival, so it's... It's okay. It's okay this time. At least it's in the mm. division, but it's okay. Yeah, but um, this this year we have um, every year some people do fantasy football. So this is week two. We had some good performances from a couple of few players, like uh, Tyreek Hill got uh, forty two point three points. That's a that's almost that's a record high for um, a wide receiver. That was uh, all purpose yards. He got like almost three hundred all purpose yards. So maybe. <clears throat> Explain this point system for maybe say I don't know how the points. Right, right. I do yeah. obviously. Abs- I know how. Yeah, it absolutely. Works. So what <laughs> fantasy football is you're your own GM. So you draft a team, and then you manage your players on, um, and they all have a bye week. So you you always have enough players to um, play a, a play a week. So you can, it, it can be from all different teams, and you're just choosing players, and they all have a point system. They get points. Quarterbacks get it on um, completions, uh, pass attempts, and yardage. So they get rushing yards that, that counts towards points. And um, wide receivers, they get points on receptions, yards, and then also touchdowns. So that's basically – and then um, th- there's just different points for different different positions. Okay. Yeah, so that's basically how it works. So you don't just have to get a touchdown to get points. It's just – it's the certain right. stats that can get you points. Right. So uh, essentially a player could not score one touchdown – and can get you more points than a player that scored three touchdowns, but it just all depends on how many yards he has. Mm. But touchdowns are worth – they're worth um, – every league set up differently. Um, the league I'm in right now, we're set up as touchdowns are worth, like, I think, six points per touchdown, something like that. Yeah. Oh, nice. So, yeah. So, Tyreek Hill, the last I, – I had him as um, one of my players that I started in him, and he had uh, 42.3 points. So, he had, I believe, those three touchdowns and 300 all-purpose yards. So, that was a nice little pickup for me. But – um. Yeah, this week we have some good matchups coming up here. We have uh, um, divisional rivalries as the first divisional game for most people. We just had what Thursday night football was just the um, the Bengals and the Ravens. Mm. Um, I don't want to spoil that too much because uh, we know it's it's Island, it's um, Guam. So most people off of work are just gonna they pre-recorded it and then they're gonna record it here. So let's just say AJ Green had a good game 
And we'll just leave it at that. <laughs> we'll just leave it at that. So if you have AJ Green, you did pretty well. Um, but this this week coming up, we have um, we have a good one with the uh, Packers and the Vikings, and then uh, another one to look out for is the Cowboys and uh, the Giants. Those two matchups are good, especially the um, Packers and Vikings, because Aaron Rodgers week one. Um, Sprains, I believe, is at least his ankle or something yeah, like I heard that. About that. He, so you were probably watching. Uh, probably some people were watching football during the storm. I right, believe. Right. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. So I mean, we lost, we lost power um, during the during that. So I didn't get to watch. I just, I, I, we still had cell service, so I was just keeping it up yeah. with like play by play is what I was keeping up with. But um, yeah, he he was carded off in the first half, the first quarter, off to the locker room, and then he came back and um, um came back from uh. 20, 20 point deficit to win the game by one. Wow! So seventy seventy four yard completion to Randall Cobb for a touchdown in uh in the fourth quarter. So he's questionable this week. So fantasy owners, that's a big one there. Do you want to start him or sit him? He's a day by day, so it's going to be a game time decision. So that's going to be interesting one there. He's he's scheduled to get about twenty four points, which is a good number for a quarterback. So um, yeah. All right. Well, that's awesome. Sport. So that's that's the fantasy yeah i know uh some other sports perspective we had um manu ginobili in basketball yeah he, he that was that, yeah he retired this he year retired. that's yeah. one of my one of my heroes um because <laughs> uh, I, I grew up in partially in san antonio texas so i was there right san antonio like they they've the city really cares about the team obviously yeah. and uh yeah, I remember going to like the flea market and seeing shirts um, that would have some of those guys on on these shirts. One of them was um, Obi Wan Ginobili. <laughs> oh, Obi Wan, yeah, that's a good one. That's and a good had one. him in like a robe or whatever, yeah. and lightsaber. But yeah, <laughs> yeah, that, that, those, yeah, the big three. That was that was a good that was a good um, good old twenty years for those guys. You had Tim Duncan, Manu Ginobili, and then Tony Parker. Tony yeah. Parker is still playing, but he's with the he's with the Charlotte um, Hornets right now. So he got traded. Who so, is? Uh, uh, Tony Parker is with the Charlotte Hornets now. Oh man! Yeah, so he's so I haven't kept up for a while. Yeah, but yeah. they're all gone now. So yeah, the NBA the NBA is going to be interesting this year. Of course, everybody knows LeBron went to the Lakers. That's like one of the biggest moves ever. Yeah. And then um, DeRozan and Kawhi they swap teams. You got Kawhi to um, to the Toronto Raptors, yeah. and you have of course Demar Derozan to the Spurs. So we'll see how those players fit in. Yeah. Most people think uh, Kawhi by the trade line will end up uh, somewhere else, probably in LA. So what everybody's thinking, but. We'll see. I think he'll he'll try to dominate the East like LeBron did. Cause there's no there's no LeBron in the East, so we're looking for who's going to be the new who's going to be the new king of the East. Yeah, so we'll, that's we'll true. see. So it's there's there's some good. Um, I think this is going to be a good year for sports. Some good. Um, some rules are lifted. Uh, what's interesting now is uh, the rule for NBA sneakers got lifted. So now they can wear whatever color they want. Woo. They don't have to keep uh, the team colors. It used to be like eighty percent of the team, and you you do like a different random color. But now it's whatever you want. Wow. So same with NFL. So, oh okay yeah that's good well that's cool yeah well uh thanks for some of that sports perspective oh yeah no and problem. um i i was saying that i worked really hard at um putting together this little project of mine that i want to share on the air it's uh only a four four and a half minutes but um i'd <clears throat> love to hear your um take on my uh my little program here that i'm going to air um Basically, I'm giving a story. I'm telling a story in a dramatic fashion, and um, uh, had some help with some other voices and with uh, getting some sounds. But um, I hope you enjoy this. I'm going to play it right now, and uh, we'll hope for the best. Yeah, that's there we go. 
So. Welcome to Sebastian's Magnificently Terrible Audio Theater. On today's episode, Storm Survivor. It was a night like any other night, but this night was different. Okay, Sebastian, we are all leaving you alone for a little bit. Hope nothing bad happens. I suppose I should note before getting too far into the story that memories can be warped over time. And so the exact dialogue that took place, if any may not be entirely accurate. I was furious. The kind of anger that boiled up inside of me was like that of a man who really needed to staple something, only to find that all the staples were gone. Why? Why? Because it seemed that every time I was left alone at home, a violent, savage, uncontrollable, powerful, vicious, and fierce among other words found at thesaurus.com, Storm was on its way. Another important note I should make about this story is that I lived in a house in the middle of nowhere. Allow me to paint this picture for you. To the north of me was a field of corn. To the east of me was a field of corn. To the south of me was civilization. But after 20 miles of corn. And finally, to the west of me was corn. I received alerts on my phone when severe weather was on its way. Severe weather is on the way. Kind of like that. I sat patiently on the couch, waiting for the storm to approach. The sound of thunder started to be heard. Suddenly, without warning, lightning struck right outside my window and sounded oddly like a belt snapping. My heart skipped a beat. Dun-dun. 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 It sounded like that. I also had jumped into the air, kind of like in those cartoons where the character would stub his toe or something and jump up suspended in the air. It was like that, except this was real. When I came plummeting back to the ground, I knocked the couch on its back. I thought to myself, what is keeping lightning from striking through the house and straight to my heart? I was taking no more chances above ground. I began crawling to the basement door and slowly creeped my way down the steps. It was there that I noticed something terrible happening. Before I get into this, let me explain what the basement looked like. The steps were old and wooden, and gave off the feeling that they were unsafe to walk on. Kind of like that feeling where you see a kid walking on top of an old cement wall and think, oh, that's not safe, kid, you should probably get down from there. But by the time the thought passes, he jumps down unscathed. It's like that. And the walls were made out of stone, like the kind you would see in a cave. We also had those long fluorescent light tubes without a cover. You know, those kind where people try to use them as a weapon sometimes, and they instantly explode the moment they hit something. I hope this is accurately portraying the basement for you. Because what happens next is horrific. No young teenager should ever have to go through this. As I approached the middle of the stairs, I looked to the walls and they were oozing water. Not only that, but a light smoke was rising from the ground. I didn't know what to do. Nowhere was safe. I curled up on the stairs with all my hope gone, with flooding walls and unknown smoke rising below me, and killer lightning striking above me. There is no way I should be alive, but I am. 
not long after these devastating events, the storm stopped. As quickly as it was here, it was gone. And that is a story of how I became a storm survivor. Well, I hope you enjoyed that. Um, I worked very hard on it, and it took me a whole two days to write that out. But um, it's, uh, it was very fun. Oh, sorry. Let me turn you on here. There we go. Woo! You mean that's what you were working on the last few days? <laughs> <laughs> well, off and on in my brain, you oh, know, oh, typing stuff oh, down. Right. That beginning line, very gotcha. clever. I'm not going to repeat it because I'm going to make you go back and listen to it. But it, it's very clever, I tell you. Okay. Well, <laughs> um <clears throat> Yeah, so Chris, you always come back with the news. Um, not failing this time. What, what what news you got for me right now? Well, a few things, and there um, one of them is in regard to something happening that um, you know. As we talk about storms, there are other sorts of disasters, and this is one that's happening in the Boston area. At least six people were injured. Hundreds were ordered to evacuate their homes following a series of 70 explosions that rocked three communities near Boston on Thursday, apparently triggered by a gas pipeline rupture. Now, live TV images showed firefighters battling blazes in Lawrence Andover and North Andover, about 25 miles north of the U.S. city. The streets were darkened where authorities had cut off electricity and were shutting down gas service in an effort to stop further blazes. At least three people, including one firefighter, were hurt in Andover, the town said in a statement. And six people were being treated at Lawrence General Hospital. It was not immediately clear if any of those being treated at the hospital were from Andover. Massachusetts State Police said a total of 70 fires, explosions, or investigation of gas odor had been reported. Now, something we've talked about a number of times on this show back when it happened a few years ago and uh, as the process has gone on and that's brexit about 50 brexit supporting lawmakers in uh, british prime minister theresa may's party have met to discuss how and when they could force her out of her job now since her botched bet on a snap election in june of 2017 lost her party its majority in parliament May has faced persistent talk of a leadership challenge, which has weakened her as she tries to clinch a Brexit deal with the European Union. Now, they have a different style of government, Sebastian, in uh, the UK, a a parliamentary government, and uh, they can change leaders at any time. And the leader of the party in power will be the prime minister. And so she's going to face that, perhaps. Lawmakers from the European Research Group, or the ERG, A group in May's Conservative Party, which wants a sharper break with the EU, met on Tuesday night and openly discussed May's future. A spokesman for May declined to comment on the report. China said on Thursday that it welcomed an invitation by the United States to hold a new round of trade talks as Washington prepares to further escalate the U.S.-China trade war with tariffs on $200 billion worth of Chinese goods. The Trump administration had invited Chinese officials to restart trade talks. The White House's top economic advisor on Wednesday uh, said news that gave a lift, that news gave a lift 
to Asian stocks, including Chinese shares of the yen currency. A Chinese foreign ministry spokesman, uh, Zheng Shuang, told reporters that China welcomed the invitation and the two countries were discussing the details. Larry Kudlow, who heads the White House Economic Council, told Fox Business Network that U.S. Treasury Secretary Steven Mnuchin had sent an invitation to senior Chinese officials, but he declined to provide further details. So trade talks happening with Canada and with Mexico and now apparently with China. Wow, that's great. Um, talking is great. Uh, talking with other countries, communication, that's very important. Yeah, uh, especially if you want to make a deal. Yeah, definitely. You know very what? Helpful. You know the, the thing about communication? I totally forgot to communicate that there's a quiz, and now our whole crew is gone. Oh. oh yeah. Oh, well, maybe. I forgot. I I'm, There's like a wow. billion things in my head so right now. So it's a quiz on, what's the quiz on? It was just a quiz on the weather. And what's the theme today, actually? Um, it's about like weather recovery or, or weather preparing. Weather recovery? Yeah. Okay. Or just storm stuff in general. But yeah, it's kind of like uh, hearing storm stories, basically. Storm stories is a good, I think is pretty much what this is. Storm stories. Yeah, because I shared that epic yeah. one. I just, I just, I pre-recorded epically bad (laughs) (laughs) isn't that what you called it epically terrible oh yeah it's the uh sebastian's magnificently terrible oh magnificently terrible yeah yeah. not epically not that not that far but (laughs) but yeah so well uh I, i need to go to a break now to just um think about um failing to do the quiz and uh beat myself up about it so <laughs> yeah go ahead you'll need time to beat yourself up i just need i need just some time to recover i put so much work into this quiz but maybe another time maybe another time thanks for listening we'll be back after this break Off a day and welcome back to Live Till Five as we finish off this hour. I got to play my uh, quiz music here at the end just to lighten the mood because I didn't get to give my quiz. That's something I do every week. You know, right after I got my wisdom teeth pulled, I gave a quiz. That's my commitment to you. And I failed today. I'm sorry. But it's okay. If you want to hear a quiz, you can actually go to khmg.org slash LTF and go to our rich archive to hear other quizzes I've done. Um, I've done tons of quizzes, actually. I've, I've failed to keep track. It's so many. But right now, what I'm going to do is I'm going to focus on that little thing I mentioned earlier, which was Hurricane Sandy. And the cleanup I was part of. I mentioned how it was kind of a split-second decision of getting, going out to New York City from, from Wisconsin. Uh, and it was driving there. So what happened was we left at around 3 a.m. in the morning. And 
um, we drove, took turns uh, in the in the in the truck, and I don't know what it was. It was a suburban, I believe. And we had a trailer on the back, had a bunch of supplies, and we went and just went straight to this uh, church uh, in New York City. And this is the first time I had ever been there, and I all the lights weren't on, <laughs> so like all the like city lights and all that, they weren't all working. I went to a place called Dumbo, which is called Down Under Manhattan Bridge Overpass. That's what it stands for, Down Under Manhattan Bridge Overpass. Um, it's actually a pretty uh, popular place. If you, when you look out the window, you, it would look familiar. Um, like it would look like scenes from a movie, or um, um, like pictures, like popular pictures. Um, yeah, and I was there. It was really awesome. Um. So, but what we were there for though was the uh, to help the church out, uh, one of the one of the churches over there, and um, it was really interesting because we we got there, we brought a we brought a generator, and as you know, power goes out, and New York City was no exception. Um, a lot of the, there was some power restored to some buildings, um, or at least they had some generators. I don't know. It's interesting to think. Do do you think they have just generators to to power whole skyscrapers that's a lot of energy um but yeah there, there were some skyscrapers working uh or had some light and so we went to this this place and um man it was just it was an interesting experience we, we brought the generator um so that we could go inside and we could start tearing up the the floor the so um the wall up to a certain amount of feet so that we could replace it because it was all all standing water was there and so uh we needed to help them out and it's really cool to to see just the community coming together to help each other out and uh i enjoy seeing that here on guam too uh people helping each other out um uh, when when things go bad because you know we we can help each other and that's um uh, we don't need to to get mad at each other but help one another because we're all going we've all all we're going through the same thing um and so and so I, we went to this and uh obviously god is in when god is in it uh, uh you know and, and he's in all these things but um really uh prayer is very important in these times and i, I remember when i was going out to new york city this is frightening for me just because i had never been to a huge city like that. Um, and, you know, it scared me. You know, I always saw movies about it. I always saw movies about New York City. And um, and I'm going in while, while, like, people are probably frustrated and mad that they don't have power. Um, but really, it, it, was, it was amazing because I knew that I had people praying for me. And uh, and just so you know, Guam, I've, I had tons of people I knew back in the States, they were praying for us. And um, a lot of people, especially with my wife being pregnant, me being separated from her through the storm, um, there was a lot of prayer. And you can see that God is able to give peace that nothing else can give. So uh, we went into this this place and we had our generators and our generator one. Um, it was interesting, you know, you go inside and you want to flip the light switch, but there's no <laughs> there's no power. So... Uh, you couldn't do that. 
and um, uh, we started a generator, uh, powered up some work lights, and then just started. Uh, I, for me specifically, I was getting tile off the floor, and uh, that was fun. Uh, just trying to get all this old, old stuff off, you know, old ruined stuff, uh, so that they, they could eventually put on some new stuff. And, uh, you know, you had people staring at the generator like, this is power. I need this. I, I want to take this. Um, but really, that's, you know, that's just another little reflection of the Christian walk, isn't it? Just, we should be putting off the old, this old sinful habits that we had. So then we could, right now, we can put it on the new, uh, renewed in the mind by the Holy Spirit. Do not be conformed to the world, but transformed by the renewing of your mind. Um, I've been working at trying to memorize a bit more. And uh, Romans 8 is my goal. I want to memorize the whole chapter. Um, and I have I have like the first 10 verses memorized. But uh, it's been great, I, honestly, just having some verses memorized to uh, when you go into the future... Uh, with these in mind, um, if they just constantly dwell there, you're you're gonna be, you're gonna feel like uh, um, when when situations come, these words will be a bit easier to recall, um, and and you'll be able to get through whatever it is you're going through. Uh, half of me wants to recite all of those verses, but I don't have the time right now because I'm running out of time. But I'd encourage you just to try memorizing some verses. Um, or think about the God that always thinks about you. And so uh, we finished off our work there um, in New York City. Uh, started driving back. Uh, we needed gas in Pennsylvania. There was a, at least for that part, there was a, uh, or no, I think it was in New Jersey. Um there was a ration. Um, and so only certain license plate numbers could get gas that day. And we were like trying to return home and we're like, Hey, we don't actually live here. We were just trying to help out. We're just trying to get back. And, um, (laughs) it was kind of rough trying to get gas just to, just to keep driving home, um, just to get enough to get to the other side. But, um, it worked out and God was with us. Uh, he's always with us. And, um, Obviously, he cares for all of us. He cares for you. Even if you don't believe in his son, um, he doesn't want any to perish. Uh, but he's offering a eternal life to all uh, through the blood of his son, the gift to us all. So, uh, everyone, I just want to thank you for being with me. I know I'm not Jared, and um, um, I, I might talk a little bit differently, but uh, thank you for just sticking with me. And uh, I hope you have a good weekend. Walk with me, Lord. God, walk with me.